Welcome to the Ultimate Bowls Podcast, brought to you by Henselite, Choice of Champions, Ryman Healthcare, pioneering a new way to live for a new retirement generation. Sports Centre, Australian-owned, Australian-made apparels and merchandise for sporting clubs, schools, corporates and events. Now here's your host, CEO of the UBC, Mark Casey. Welcome to episode 12 of the Ultimate Bowls podcast. My name is Mark Casey and I'm the CEO of the Ultimate Bowls Championship. Last week we heard from the star from ITP Queensland in Sean Baker. As I made clear during the podcast, I rate Sean really highly as a player. Uh, I've been lucky enough to play with and against him on many occasions and I can truly say there's not many players tougher out there to beat than, uh, than Sean Baker. So uh, it was great to hear from Bakes and uh, I look forward to seeing him in ITP colours uh, really shortly. Today it's one of my best mates, a player who is hugely underrated but considered by many as one of their best teammates ever. Welcome on the show, Nathan Bush. Yeah, thanks Case. Thanks for having me on the show, mate. Much appreciated. That's great to have you on, mate. First of all, how are you and the family going? I know you're out of Melbourne a little bit in Geelong, but uh, it must be getting a little bit crazy down there, buddy. Yeah, the family's going really good. Uh, growing up really quick. I've got Chelsea that starts primary school next next year. I've got uh, Jai, who's three, and Sophie, who's deep into high school. Yeah, in regards to the COVID, it's, it's always changing and every day is different, so... Um, I suppose for everybody, you know, it's the it's the land of unknown. We we don't know when it's going to finish, and we don't know how bad it's going to get. So uh, we just got to stay positive and uh, listen to the professionals. I suppose exactly right, mate. It's so important to keep positive during these tough times, and of course, keep listening to the advice of the experts. Bushy, let's go back to the start, mate. How did you get into bowls? Yeah, case. Okay, so I I enjoyed the junior uh, representative stuff. Um, it was it was fantastic, and then I played my first senior state game when I was fifteen, um, and you know when I was in year, year 10, 11, 12, or fifteen, sixteen, seventeen years of age, um, I absolutely loved it. You know, took the time off school, played bowls, um, played with some of the best in Australia, and then all of a sudden I, I got to year twelve, did my exams, and got an enter score of thirty, and it was a real reality check for me. Because I had devoted a lot of time to bowls, um, it was steering me in a direction that I probably didn't want to go, and I knew that I wanted uh, to go to university. So from there, I actually stopped playing uh, representative bowls, and I actually couldn't go to university, but I had to do a lot of volunteering that next 12 months, and then Ballarat Uni accepted me uh, halfway during that year. So I spent the next four years at university. Um, and, and got myself a degree. But I suppose I've had a lot of support with mum and dad and also a couple of bowlers along the way to steer me in that right direction. Um, you know, Mark Jacobson, David Mortimer, um, and also mum and dad, um, you know, they really steered me in the right direction and, and, and gave me an understanding of what it could be like um, and, and what I wanted to do as well and, and what I needed to do at, at that particular time. So, um I enjoyed those years, but I'm glad that um, everything's happened the way it has um, because I wouldn't be where I am now. So That's great to hear, mate. I know how close you are to your dad. It must be so special to be able to share so many wonderful moments in the sport with him. Yeah, Case, I'm really lucky to have a supportive family. Mum and dad have always been there throughout the journey as a 12-year-old. Uh, we're, we're a big sporting family and... 
I suppose Dad always put me in the right environment. You know, always made the right right decisions in moving from Drumcondra to Geelong West. It was such a powerful club, and we enjoyed great times together there and, and good success. And then when the time was right, we actually went up to Mooney Ponds for about seven years, and Dad drove me up there when I was about 16, 16 17 years old. And then obviously um, I went off and played on my own there up at Mooney Ponds. But yeah, look, I've got a lot to thank Dad for, um, even just the small things, um, you know, the etiquette and I suppose right from word go, entering a bowls club, um, you know, shaking hands, calling the members by their names um, and also just the small team things as well. Dad was always big on... Um, being a good team member and, and picking up bowls, you know, high fives, pats on the backs, all that sort of stuff. So I've, I suppose I've learnt the, the right way really early on and I've got Dad to thank for that. Um, so I'm always appreciative of it. Last year was was pretty special having Dad there when I won the Champion of Champions, um, Victorian Champion of Champions. Um, that, was, that was a real highlight for me. And also then going to Perth for the Australian Champion of Champions and, and, and obviously having a chance, albeit running second, but having the family there just uh, was was really special. And I suppose I, I was able to have a drink with them at the end of the carnival and just to say thank you um, because they really have been a great support to me throughout my bowls, but also just in general, in life in general. And before we move on to your bowls career, tell our listeners about your current role uh, outside of bowls at the moment. Yeah, so I work at a special school in Geelong. Um, I'm in a leadership role. I look after prep to six, um, health and wellbeing, but also support behaviour management. Um, I absolutely love the role. It's uh, rewarding. It's challenging. Plus, also, it's quite transferable. Some of the some of the professional development you actually learn, it's quite transferable into the bowls world. So. I've been really lucky in that regard and in education and uh, the different splinter skills that you learn from it. Um, I, I really enjoy that. And also the leadership side of things um, supports my coaching as well. So You're also the coach at your bowls club, Eastern Park. Tell us a little bit about the club. It seems like a, a club on the rise, very progressive and always looking to promote the sport. I've been coach at Eastern Park now for eight seasons. Uh, we are located in or just off the Geelong CBD um, also right near the waterfront and in the Eastern Gardens. So it's a real picturesque sort of club. We have two TIFF Greens that are world-class um, and our membership base, the age demographic, um, is quite a younger group of people. Um, we've got a lot of players that have just finished up football or cricket and have joined the sport. So we have a lot of fun socially off the green, but also we're quite competitive on the green. Um, and in the last eight seasons, we've we've endured great success, uh, you know, having over 20 premierships, but also I suppose some of our functions that we've had have been a little bit outside the square. So we are a, a progressive club in regards to that. And what I really enjoy about Eastern Park is that if I go to the committee with, with an idea um, or a suggestion, they'll always try and make it happen and support me the best they can, um, yeah, to get it on the gr- get it off the ground. I also just enjoy, um, you know, the, the smaller things of the club and, you know, I'm able to bring my young kids down to the club and it's a real um, welcoming environment for them. 
In terms of pennant, we started off in Division 3 and now we have worked our way up to Premier League and just recently, our last season, we made the finals, uh, finished second on the ladder, but unfortunately was cut short due to COVID. Uh, so we are a progressive club and a, a real for- family-orientated club. Excellent work, mate. A big congratulations must be passed on to your board as well. I know you've had some of the legends of our sport involved with the p- some promotions around the club. Ryan Bester and Kevin Anderson, I know they were around there last year, just to name a few. Yeah, last season we took the opportunity when the boys were playing UBC um, in December at Moama. We actually used that opportunity to get the boys down to play a game of pennant for us. And also we held a function that night and it was called the Bolarama, which was actually a driving exhibition, which um, the function itself was just outstanding. The two guys really um, (laughs) embraced the challenge and also... Um, their strike rate on the night after a few beers was unbelievable. Um, but we actually had, it was $100 a ticket. We had um, the suburban footballer, the comedian there. Um, it was an all-you-can-drink all you drink event. Um, and we had well over 100 people. So um, it was a, a really good weekend for the club in terms of fundraising, um, but also gave our, our players an opportunity to rub shoulders with these sort of world-class players. Um and we're going to look to do that again. It's unfortunate about the COVID situation because we had some pretty, you know, big plans this year to actually uh, get Alex Marshall down and uh, we're actually going to hold a function where we could sit 500 people but also just have an indoor rink um, where Alex would actually have an earpiece on and, and talk us through when he was playing a game. Um, and it'd be a singles exhibition. So we're, we're disappointed that that can't go ahead because that would have been massive for the area. As I said, all going well, though. We have plans this year uh, for something special for our members and also guests in the area. Yes, I bet it was a great night. Lots of laughs, that's for sure. And from what I'm hearing, it's uh, the next one you've got playing could be even bigger. Mate, you've had a fantastic career representing Victoria how many games have you played? And also, do you see yourself pulling on the big V once again? Case, I am stranded in the nervous 90s, mate. Uh, it's something I definitely want to do again. I was lucky enough to recently get a trial, but uh, obviously with the COVID situation, that didn't eventuate. But, yeah, I I have great pride in representing Victoria and uh, I, I look forward to doing it again. Um, definitely, hopefully, in the near future. You've played with so many fantastic players, particularly in Victoria. Now, which Victorian players do you rate up there as the best? Yeah, in terms of the, the great players for me, I was um, truly blessed uh, in my first couple of seasons in the in the senior state side. The rink was Steve Sullivan, myself at second, Graham Bridge at third, and Dougie as skip. And those were the best uh, times of my bowls career. I, I learned a lot. We played the game hard and um, I continued to, to listen and to, to watch and absorb it all because um, everything was happening, especially when you're playing with Dougie. But um, the quality of bowls that was played uh, was, was, you know, out of this world. And um, those three players, you've got Barry Lester, you've, you've got your Wilksey, and also Flapper, who have been great servants of, of, of the Big V. But 
I just think that rink that I played in, I was so blessed to uh, be a part of it. And, you know, our strike rate as a team and, and a rink was, was really good at the time. And, um, I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd love to be back there and, and doing it all again. I have no doubt you'll be back in the big V soon, mate. I know when you want something bad enough, you, you'll definitely make it happen. In regards to Dougie, I agree with you. He was a player that I loved to watch and, and particularly play with, someone I looked up to. Uh, I guess not everyone loved what he was about, but uh, no doubt he was a special player, and even to this day, I still think he, he's the best skipper I've ever seen. Before we move on to the UBC, mate, uh, share some of your horse ownership stories. I know you've had plenty of horses over the years, and, and we've had a couple together. Uh, I'm sure you've got plenty of stories to tell. Yeah, I, I absolutely love the horses, um, particularly ownership side of things. Uh, it was probably three or four years ago that I took a keener interest in it. There was a bit of a niche market there where we were buying tried horses from New South Wales and sending them up to Toowoomba. Um, and I purchased a horse called Now You See. Um, I was really keen on it. Um, I knew it was unlucky had a lot more to show. So I actually took 25% of that horse and we took it up to Ben Curry in Toowoomba and it ended up winning 10 races for us. And um, I was lucky enough to, to have a couple of horses along the way with a few wins, um, you know, eight over with yourself and the list goes on. So for about two years there, I was, I was heavily into it. Um, and it's something that I, I, I really enjoy. Um, just the banner with friends and also sharing the information with friends. Um, we actually were lucky enough. We purchased a horse called Want a Bolt and it won five in a row after after we purchased it. So, And also won a Toowoomba Cup Day, um, which we were up there. And yeah, that was an interesting day because in the mountain yard, it was one of Jeff Lloyd's last rides. And uh, when we were talking to him, Jeff said, um, this cannot lose. And I'll never forget that run to the bookie uh, from the mountain yard and knocking over a few people along the way. And uh, anyway, the story goes that Wanta Bolt uh, led the whole way and got the job done by about a nose. And uh, when we come back to the yard, uh, Jeff Lloyd got off and said, gee, boys, this might be a wet tracker. So, uh, um, and it actually hasn't won a race since, so which uh, we sold it. But anyway, look, um, yeah, great stories along the way. Uh, now you see, travelling up for its first start at Toowoomba and Ben Curry giving us the mail that it was probably the best Class 1 horse in Australia. Um, and it was racing at Toowoomba that night and, uh, yeah, what a night we had. It won by about four with its head on its chest. And, yeah, some great some great memories with the brothers and, uh, and also mates. Um, and it's something that I'll always have an interest in, no doubt about it. <laughs> yes, I love hearing the, the horse stories, mate. That Now You See story still hurts me, however. Um, you offered me a share in that horse as well, and unfortunately I knocked it back, and as you say, it went on to win 10 races. But, uh, but it's great fun and something that you and I particularly enjoy. The UBC, firstly about your team, the Geelong Clippers. Tell us a little about the people behind the team. Yeah, really exciting stuff, the Geelong Clippers this season. Uh, look, it was probably a, a plan probably 12 months ago that um, a couple of people approached me in regards to would I uh, represent a Geelong team and um, it was a no-brainer for myself, absolutely. Um, but number one, we had to get a, a quality team uh, assembled and it started off with Ray Pearce. He was our number one 
um, target. And once he signed on, the ball just sort of rolled on, and Geelong Bowls Club were quickly to uh, to be the club to to be franchised to the Geelong Clippers. Um, so we're really excited with um, what's to come, and um, how we got Harley was. You know, it was just, uh, it was all meant to be. He was our number one pick going into the draft. We did have a couple of locals on the on the list as well. Um, but Harley was still available at a pick number 17. I actually, uh, I actually tinkered with um, my previous club, Tarrant Point. I know uh, Ali Forsyth was still available, but they'll buy me a couple of beers, no doubt, uh, when I'm up there next. But Harley was our man. He fits really well with us, um, compatible. The three of us, we we share the same interests. We play the same sort of style of game. Um, and, and we're really looking forward to um, getting stuck right into it in December. Excellent, mate. It's, it's obviously great to have the Geelong Clippers involved. As, as, as you say, there's plenty of people behind the scenes and the Geelong Bowls Club, as well as uh, a few other people from the Geelong region. Um, but particularly, we must say, Jesse Eva is involved in the team. Obviously, Jesse was a star of the sport back a while ago, um, but it's great to have Jesse and, and Norm as part of that team as well. Oh, Jess, Jess and Norm are just uh, loads of fun, to be honest. You wouldn't believe it, but it was actually Toowoomba Cup Day that I ran into Jess, um, and she was just talking, you know, are you still playing bowls? And uh, the conversation just kept going and going. And uh, as we had a few more drinks, then uh, ownership was uh, was next on the table. So, um, yeah, they're loads of fun. I, I just can't wait to see the after party when we win it um, with Jess and Norm. That's going to be out of control. But, uh, no, nah, they're great to have in the, in the ownership group and uh, they're so supportive and um, we we really look forward to having them um, around us, um, and hopefully that can happen when we're playing. Um, and I know the UBC are also excited with having Jess on board as well, so it's great. And the team, it's packed with talent. Ray Pearce and Harley McDonald, two stars from New South Wales. You must be pumped about playing with these two guys. Yeah, Ray's just a champion bloke, um, and what a player he is. And Harley, Harley fits our mould. Um, he's a great fella as well, and um, I actually played Sydney Pennant against him, and he he put it on an ex- exhibition that day. So um, now we're really excited. Unfortunately, just due to the COVID, we haven't actually had to catch, haven't been able to catch up. But um, there's plenty of uh, banter flying around on social media together. So um, when we can, we will catch up and, and and no doubt talk about game plans and and our selections and things like that. So. Um, I'm super excited. Uh, can't wait for December to come around to uh, get stuck into it. Bushy, you seem to be a player that has really embraced the unique format of the UBC. Of course, it's definitely different than any other bowls game, but tell us a little bit about what, what it is that you love. Yeah, Case, look, the UBC really threw me a lifeline for my bowls. I was quite stagnant in what I was doing. Um, so when Jace gave me the call, um, I was genuinely excited about the opportunity and, and learning a new format of the game um, was equally exciting as well. So, look, we went into event one at Sydney and uh, at Warilla and I was disappointed. We we started off guns a-blazing and then we sort of we uh, we lost the last four games to miss out on the finals. So reflecting on that, uh, I, I went into event two with a bit of role clarity and, and just made myself the lead. And for me, that that was playing to my strengths, and that's the draw bowls. My percentages on weighted shots aren't up there with the other guys. 
that I'm competing against. So what I did was I practiced a lot on the surface at Deer Park. Um, two things about the about the actual of UBC rules is that the the length doesn't change. Um, so therefore, you're able to go out there and practice, and there's no surprises going into the event. The green doesn't change, and the length doesn't change. So for me, I had real role clarity. I was leading, and the two things that I was focusing on was obviously reaching the jack and also trying to, to, to cross the centre line. As we know, you get points for touches, so those two things are so important, actually reaching the jack and crossing the centre line. So um, I put that much time in that I, I felt really confident going into the event, um, and I was able to execute um, as a lead um, and I think that that holds me in good stead moving into this season of UBC um, and the role I can play for the Clippers. So, yeah, I also think as a leader also you've got to be able to make the quick decisions to your skip and that communication is, is has to be effective um, with the time clock restrictions um, and also the scoring um, within that last end. It can get quite uh, chaotic, so... You just got to stay calm and, and, and make real clear decisions about for your skip in uh, shot selection, but also in the back of your mind having a look at the scoreboard as well. So it's quite an. Imp- and it needs to be mentioned, mate. You took home the Golden Toucher Award at our second event last year for the player who scored the most touches in the event. You must be thrilled about that. Yeah, I was. I was thrilled to get the uh, Golden Toucher Award. Um, as I said, those 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 two things that I really focused on. Um, with my role clarity as a lead was to to reach and to cross the line and that held me in really good stead and uh, as the event went on I, I got really comfortable and, and confident in what I was doing and um, was able to execute unfortunately uh, we didn't we didn't win it but uh, yeah we come close and it was a real thrill so I'm, I'm hungry to uh, to go even better this year. The ultimate bowls week will be a huge week of bowls. I feel the Geelong Clippers have the right combination to go all the way. Uh, you must be quietly confident, mate. Yeah, Case, we're, we're really excited. Um, the three of us and also the ownership group of the Geelong Clippers, we're excited. Um, we feel we've got the right uh, mix of players. Um, we're going to be compatible with each other. Um, we're going to enjoy each other's company but also play the game hard and, and then that's the way it should be, so... Um, look, we're, we're really confident that we can get the job done and uh, we're looking forward to getting into it. Well, all the best, mate. It's uh, been a pleasure to have you on the show and no doubt we'll be in touch shortly. Yeah, thanks for having me, Case. Um, and keep up the good work, mate. Uh, the UBC is it's an outstanding format and initiative for our game. Um, congratulations and uh, I just hope it goes strength to strength. Thanks, mate. And now for our special segment, 60 Seconds with Nathan Bush. Your best memory in bowls. Yeah, winning premierships with mates and also dad as well. The best player in the world. Oh, in his prime, Dougie, Mark Jacobson. Most annoying teammate. Yeah, it'd have to be uh, Stephen Digger Ryan, but also Paul Newcomb after a few beers and talks about his game. Funniest teammate. I'll go with Stephen Digger Ryan again and also the wizard, Stewie Williams. The player who talks about bowls all the time. Oh, Mr. Bowles, Greg Supple, talks about it all the time. Favourite sports team? Uh, the Mighty Magpies. Favourite sports person? Yeah, can't go past Tiger Woods. Other than the Geelong Clippers, which team will win the ultimate team in 2020? Uh, I would say you'd have to go over the proven team, and that is Danny Nong. Advice that you have been given that has helped your game? Yeah, the advice was given to me that, uh, at a young age that you'll always lose more games than you win. 
you know, it just did not sit well with me at all. And I think you go out to win every game you play and, and you play hard. And there we have it, another fantastic interview, this time with Victoria's Nathan Bush. I might be a little biased as Nathan's one of my, my best mates. I love the bloke, but uh, that there is no better teammate than Nathan Bush. I know he's represented Victoria on, as he said, just under 100 times. And I know the Victorian boys just love playing with him. And I've been lucky enough to, to wear the same shirt on him a few times with Taron Point over the years. And, um, you know, he's back there, I know, playing Premier League with him now. And he's just a fantastic person and good fun to be around. But on the green, he's, he's tough as nails. And, uh, you know, he's fairly quiet, but he's just the ultimate teammate. And he'll do anything to, to help his team get the, get the win, which is, you know, the most important thing in a teammate. He, he provides... That little bit extra, that little one percenters that um, you know not everyone does, and, and that's certainly something that, that Bushy creates in the team environment. I think it's fair to say his performances over the last twelve to eighteen months has been nothing short of incredible. Uh, he's always been a, a great player, but um, now I think he, he's got to that next level. And um, as soon as you know everyone's back and up and running again. He'll be in the Victorian team without a question of the doubt. He'll be fantastic value in there. And uh, it's great that the UBC has been able to assist him with that. He get the love of the sport back again. And uh, I know he loves playing. Last year, obviously, he played with the Port Melbourne Navigators. And the team owner, Jason Queedy, was a massive fan of Nathan's and what he provided for the team, the professional attitude um, and the, the willing to help his teammates get the win was extraordinary. So I'm sure the Big V will be uh, even better next year when Nathan Bush is wearing their colours. There's just so much to Nathan Bush. Uh, as you could tell through his interview, he's a very intelligent fella and, um, you know, he's obviously a lot of fun, you know, loves his horse racing and loves his sports, but, you know, his family and career mean so much to him. You know, he's got beautiful kids that he loves spending time with. He's always sending videos of his young fella playing golf in the backyard. Um, but he's got a very big passion for his career in the special school where he's a head teacher as well. So he's a very interesting person and, and a, as I said, a, a fantastic mate of mine. And I love the bloke and I'm glad that we could share this podcast with you all tonight. Thank you for tuning in to the Ultimate Bowls podcast once again. I hope you enjoyed our interview with the Geelong Clippers star, Nathan Bush. Next week, we chat to one of the sports greats in Ben Twist of the Streaky Bay Sharks. I look forward to you tuning into the Ultimate Bowls podcast once again next week. Thank you for listening to the Ultimate Bowls podcast. Brought to you by Henselite, Choice of Champions, Ryman Healthcare, pioneering a new way to live for a new retirement generation. Sports Centre, Australian-owned, Australian-made apparels and merchandise for sporting clubs, schools, corporates and events. If you'd like to be involved in the UBC, it's easier than you think. Click on ultimatebowlschampionship.com.au for more details.